Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Baker Turtle Podcast, and I am your host, as always, the one and only Mr. Baker. And guess what, everyone? It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah, today is my birthday, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. And man, like I am turning 30 today. I am 30 years old. Wow. Um, it's quite the milestone, I would think, you know. And uh, just thinking back about my 20s and everything that's happened and just, you know, my life. And it's a big reflection day uh, always on my birthdays. I always think about, you know, where I am in life at the moment and what is it my past and what is it my future and everything it's always like a, a reflection day for me to just sit down and you know pause and be like okay let's let's take a look at, at everything that's going on and um yeah and and coincidentally i you know this past couple years especially last year and the you know t- the past two years i have been just growing so much exponentially and i've gone through so much and i feel like a totally different person um since starting this podcast and like i said coincidentally it happens to coincide with something that i'm learning about right now which is the return of saturn um so this ties into a lot of the uh esoteric stuff that i've been looking into the astrology stuff and um there's this podcast i've mentioned before uh, called Know Thyself that I've listened to and they talk about these kind of things and it's just very very interesting to see these kind of themes and symbolism and just these meanings of these events that's going on and it, it, it's you know it makes sense a little bit that in hearing what people talk about and and what certain things mean uh, in a deep way and uh, today's just going to be a reflection on that or it's going to be a reflection on my life, my 20s, um, the return of my Saturn, I guess. Um, and if you guys haven't listened to my previous podcast, I, I talk about, you know, a lot about what this esoteric stuff is about. And also I get into a little bit of my astrology stuff. And uh, I'm going to be touching on that a little bit in this one. But I kind of want to just focus on... Um, on the whole return of Saturn concept, because a lot of you may not even know what that's about, and it has to do with uh, your like the years around your thirtieth birthday, like twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, thirty one, thirty two ish. Like it's like a uh, two years before, two years after. It's like this uh, phase period where I guess Saturn returns to the same position in that you were born in. Um, I guess because Saturn takes 29 years to make a full revolution. And uh, there's supposed to be some significant meaning behind it. And I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, But, you know, there's quite a lot of things going on in the world right now that um, I just feel like there's too much going on right now that I can't even keep up when it comes to the podcast. Like every like I try to release two podcast episodes every day. And that's not enough to even cover everything. Um, for example, the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I've been watching that like a hawk, and I'm so uh, interested in that and the psychology of it and that, like the the law uh, part of it. I'm I'm learning a lot about law now and um, psychology 
and uh it's just very fascinating to i'm very interested in people and behavior and like i said the psychology of it all and then also freaking i think it was yesterday uh that um there was a leak from the supreme court that uh i guess there's going to be an overturn of the roe versus wade decision that will affect abortion rights in the future i um i don't even know if i should make a podcast entirely on that or not but i might touch on it a little bit later on towards the end perhaps there's just so much to talk about but the fact that today is my birthday (laughs) i kind of want to um you know make like a mark the uh the situation um as a for the podcast episode um i can still be record i can record more episodes and release them in the future but a lot of topics and and things going on in the world are kind of time sensitive and and happening in a current situation kind of thing and um and so it's it's difficult to release episodes later on but anyways I, i've gone on a little too long on this intro so we'll go ahead and uh, go with our first song break in a moment. Um, but first, please, if you guys like this podcast, if you like listening to me, um, if you want to listen to more, go ahead and just follow the podcast wherever you're listening to right now. Probably on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and rate me five stars if you like it. If you're listening somewhere else, you know, it's fine to like, comment, follow, rate, review everything that you would like. Um, and you can also reach out to um to me on social media at baker turtle 17 i'm on instagram and twitter i post some art on instagram uh i post my podcast stuff there as well and on twitter i talk a lot about one piece and politics and stuff like that but we're going to be taking our first break here and as always i try to pick songs that are uh, related to the theme of the episode and this first song is probably one of my top three all-time favorite songs it is by one of my top three all-time favorite bands and that is walk the moon uh press restart here we go Yeah. 
All right, y'all. That is Press Restart by Walk the Moon. Love that song. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so let's get into it. Again, happy birthday to me. I am 30 years old and is also my favorite uh, fictional character, my favorite main character, Monkey D. Luffy from One Piece. It is also his birthday. I share his birthday, so... I can I can only see that as uh, an act of fate. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what is this whole return of Saturn thing that's going on? Um, and uh, trying to figure out what 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 is that all about? Um, so I was listening to the Know Thyself podcast. That's where I was first introduced to this concept. And uh, when it comes to symbolism and esoteric knowledge. Um, esoteric meaning that it is knowledge known that is known to a select few or like a deeper meaning um and the different planets apparently rule over different aspects of life uh for example mars is like the planet that rules over aggression and masculinity and you know anger and um but also like drive and um, you know uh, stuff like that, and then Venus is you know more of the feminine, of more of love and uh, of nature and all this stuff. Uh, well, Jupiter is like the light-hearted, uh, fun, um, uh, just I guess like the the fun, benevolent. I don't even know. Um, but the Saturn apparently is kind of like the teacher, like the 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 father, the the um, the law is more of like a very mm, I want to say strict, um, very like no bullshit, just um, very f order orderly. So because of that, it kind of is a way to make you reflect on where you are in life and make sure that you're kind of growing up and doing what you're supposed to do, be doing and this is uh this is stuff that i've been told and i'm just kind of passing along this information um and it kind of relates to the whole man child thing and peter pan and the aspect of like fate going through the different phases of life um of accepting um like the maturity level of where you're getting the milestones done and actually you know getting your life started and, and becoming an adult and and laying a foundation of your next phase in life and this this is supposed to happen every around 29 years um and the the second return of saturn and you know around 58 to 60 uh, that's supposed to be another like coming around where it's kind of like an existential crisis like a midlife crisis of um Kind of accepting death and just it's like the the return of saturn is supposed to be these periodic moments in life where you take a reflection and figure out like where are you in life and are you where you should be and it's a very like like i said strict like no bullshit and um things gotta be and there's supposed to be a lot of changes that are going on in, the, in this time period and like i said it relates to the whole man child thing and peter pan because um the man-child being that the um, the adult can't get out of the the whole childhood maturity level of, of wanting to be 
so optimistic, open-minded, everything, and and that's the Peter Pan, right? The Pan being everything, and there's the quote where you can you can be anything, but you can't be everything, um, and you you have to choose the sacrifices that you make. You you either uh, choose the suffering of sacrifice and, um, or discipline, and it's it, yeah it's very discipline oriented and i've definitely been feeling that lately i didn't know that it was there was something to it i have have been feeling this for a while it's why i kind of started to get my shit together i'm getting my credit going i'm i started uh working at an after school program i'm trying to get a house like it's a lot of these um these co- milestones in life of like, okay, you know what? I need to leave behind the the fantasy of the childhood and and possibilities and everything. And it has to you have to like actually settle down, discipline yourself, and figure out like, okay, what is it that you want to be? You have to be something, but you can't be everything. And it's a lot of reflecting, a lot of um, self evaluation of like, who am I? What do I want? Where do I want to go? Where do I want to be? And a lot, I, I can only assume that a lot of my friends are also going through this because we're all the same age. And um, it's very, like I said, it's very coincidental uh, that I happened to learn about this during my return of Saturn. So it's, it's not like I'm in my, it's not like I'm 22 learning about the return of Saturn and then looking forward to it. Or it's not like I'm in my mid 30s and then learning about the return of Saturn and then looking back at it. It's happening in the moment so it's a very weird thing for me to come to realize and uh i was listening to some podcasts about the return of saturn in preparation for this episode and one of the podcasts i was listening to uh, is titled i think it's moon matters let me just double check real quick um yeah moon matters podcast and it was talking about uh what uh sign your saturn is in whether it's I think they talked about Saturn rules over Capricorn and Aquarius and um, also have to find out what house it's in. So this is still, again, I've talked about this before. This is still stuff I'm, I'm learning about, but I did download this uh, app called CoStar and it, it you know talks about that kind of stuff and then gives you charts, your, your uh, birth chart and, and everything and what houses things are in and everything. And uh, as I previously I talked about what my sun, moon, and rising signs are, and now I'm going to be talking about Saturn, uh, my Saturn sign. So my Saturn is in Aquarius and is in the apparently the fifth house. So I'm going to go to that real quick and read off what that's about. So Saturn in Aquarius. Um, so I'm going to actually uh, preface this with talking about Jupiter first. Um, because Jupiter and Saturn are kind of like two sides of the same coin and um, they're you know kind of opposites or on the different polarities of a dual duality um, but I'm gonna read what my Jupiter thing is my Jupiter is in Virgo so it says one of the two social planets so um, Jupiter and Saturn being the two social planets Jupiter rules idealism optimism and expansion it's also very philosophical and my Jupiter is in Virgo, meaning that I grow and I find understanding through careful thought, goal setting, and hard work. 
Okay, and that that, that makes sense because I, I definitely can relate to that. That's that's how I grow. Um, that's how I have been growing uh, these last careful uh, careful these last couple we. Uh, years i have been very careful in my thought i've been setting goals and i've been working very hard and so that now that i've gone over the jupiter part saturn is the other social planet saturn rules responsibility restrictions limits boundaries fears and self-discipline my saturn is in aquarius like i mentioned meaning that i struggle with obstinacy uh superiority complex and being overly detached um it's in my fifth house meaning that uh, meaning I have had difficulties with romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. Um, these, it's, it's hard to, to understand what these things are talking about, uh, especially like the overly detached part. Um, maybe that's the whole, I do like to play devil's advocate often, I guess. And, uh, what is obstinacy? Obstinacy. Let me look that up real quick. The power of... Uh, the interwebs, obstinacy. So obstinacy means the state or quality of being stubborn or refractory, the act of or instance of being stubborn. So I guess stubborn. I am a Taurus, so I, I guess I can be pretty stubborn. And uh, anyway, so I guess, you know, that's what this is, this whole thing being about that. I have to... Um, you know, tucker down and, and figure out what it is that I'm doing. And, you know, there's a lot of goals that I want to do, but it's it's very scary. You know, it's about, it has to do with fear and getting into my 30s. I, I can only imagine what people have, you know, who have been here before, like approaching their 30s and then you're like, okay, like, I don't want to be nothing. I, I, I got to be somebody. And, get my shit together and so it's very scary to think about that kind of stuff because now it's like you got to grow up even though you should feel that way in early 20s i guess there's supposed to be some you know i guess there's rite of passages that are supposed to happen to kind of prepare for these moments and you know that's what being 18 as an adult being 21 uh, being able to drink and like feeling a little bit older 25 and you know some people you know the way some people put it is like no i can rent a car <laughs> um you know could the whole college years that i had i'm you know just going through my 20s I, I guess i'll briefly go through my 20s and uh talk about that but like uh early 20s obviously i was in in college a very 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 uh important turning point in my life because my whole my whole direction of my life changed and like it just feels drastically because of that i i went to ucr i was doing very well early on and um and <laughs> just thinking about it now i guess you know it's right that being in my fifth house i've had difficulties with romance and self-expression so a lot of those things have ha- haunted my early 20s uh my romance with my girlfriend at the time fell through and uh, you know, I was having a really hard time with that, going through mul- multiple breakups and just trying to find myself and having to do with my self-expression. I couldn't express myself accurately. I, I always felt like I never really had been able to express myself very, very well, as which, which is why I'm trying to tackle it head on and face it head on with this podcast. And I'm... I'm 
I'm forcing myself to do things to it's like a pressure cooker to where I have to get over that fear or uh, or lack of for example that's also why I um, wanted to be an after-school program leader and be a teacher it's like I need to face my fear of expressing myself and using my words to get my thoughts out to people and so my early 30s you know I was trying to learn in college I was a bioscience major and it was it was very very rough um like I said I had a lot of relationship issues and express self-expression issues I was trying to find myself what was I going to do um I wanted to be a, a doctor but then I quickly changed my mind because I realized that that's that I wouldn't be happy doing that. That's not something. It, it it sounds good on the outside, but once you start getting on the inside of like what that actually entails, then it's a lot of tedious uh, work that I'm not a fan of. I'm very creative. I like to have a very good creative outlet, and I like to teach more. It's, especially when I uh, found that out when I had my uh, avid tutoring job. I was tutoring high school students. And that's where I found my passion. It was something I loved to do. I looked forward to go- doing all the time. I was really good at it. And I found my calling. I'm, I feel like I am a teacher. I'm somebody who can pass along the, the things that I've learned, the lessons I've learned, the advice I can give, and being able to help other people understand concepts and things and to look at things in a different way. Uh, I'm able to understand very complex things that I know that it's not very easy for other people to understand. I usually get things a lot quicker, a lot easier than other people. And I want to help others understand because I, I just love learning. So that's that's something I, I really enjoy doing. And I'm I, like I said, I'm very good at doing at least is what I've been told. It's, I, I don't know. I, I have a lot of insecurity about my ability to speak and to use the right words and everything but you know it is what it is but anyways um you know that's my the whole early 20s thing then i had a daughter when i was 22 and that was a huge milestone in my life of course but i was very ready for it i seem to be very good at it as well because my daughter is amazing and she's so healthy and great and wonderful and i she's the she's my favorite human being on the planet and um i never really had like a hard time with that you know with raising a kid i've i the, the approach i i've taken with that is to give to be the parent that i wish i had um and i didn't really have a big father figure in my life my father was very absent in my life um and so i being a father myself is i didn't really have a much of a role model except for you know the fun weekend dad that i had and i know just i i guess from i don't know how i knew um but maybe through reading about things or psychology or movies or whatever things I consumed, um, I knew the role of a father is to be there, to be supportive, to to provide structure and, and safety and to feel secure and um, 
just always be there and just to be that that benevolent um supportive strong figure in your life that you know always has your back and is always there to to teach you about life and to give wisdom and to and put but to also push you past your boundaries a little bit and but in a very supportive way of like you got this like i was always very very supportive of of my daughter um always believing in her and um helping her get over her doubts and fears and um helping her believe in herself and she has done a very good job doing that and she and i guess the only fear i have right now about her is i i don't want her to become too cocky and arrogant about herself and to to instill some humility in her and that's something i have been doing a lot and uh it's very important but you know the whole struggle of being a father is is very it's always evolving of how what is the right thing to do how should i be as a father and it's always very situational and as i grew older my role changed and a lot of the my mid 20s 25 26 27 uh, was very uh, was very very difficult uncertain chaotic and every it was like every week i didn't know how things would be i didn't know where i was going to be living i didn't know who i was going to be with i didn't know what job i was going to have i didn't know where i would be in life so i had to adapt and uh improvise and just use what you know i knew that i had to keep me going and um i was able to you know get a lot of things worked out and settled through and it's just been a very difficult uh, process and then these last couple years of my 20s i've been getting my shit together i've been uh disciplining myself hard work dedication and looking inward about like okay who am i what are my strengths what are my weaknesses how can i capitalize on my strengths how can i take use that to my advantage and push myself forward through life and where are the things holding holding me back where where are my you know my shortcomings and the things that are self-sabotaging myself and uh been doing a lot of work on that and and a big help of that has been podcasts I've been listening to. I've been able to learn a lot about myself, about others, about life, about how to handle life that way. And so, obviously, I, I felt inspired to to do the same. So that's why I'm doing this podcast and why I'm here today. So being 30 is, is again, very scary. I don't know what it's going to hold. I, I, well, uh obviously i don't know but i could choose you know that's what this whole this whole uh return of saturn thing is about right this whole situation this event is to try to you know decide a path and to set boundaries and form a path for the future of like where am i headed and uh i'm going to talk a little bit about that in a little bit but we're going to take another break here i've been talking quite a bit 
and uh sometimes i feel like i'm just rambling talking about nonsense and uh so i need to take a break and uh get my thoughts together while you guys listen to some good music and uh we'll be right back and i'll talk about um where i want to head towards i want to keep it a little vague because you know you're not supposed to you know reveal all your secrets and all the tricks up your sleeve and um reveal your hand and or whatnot but i want to talk a little bit more about the whole return of saturn man child peter pan syndrome kind of situation but next up on the song is um by imagine dragons it's time it's a time i'm like bruce buffer uh anyways here we go it's time by imagine dragons
right, y'all. That is Imagine Dragons with its time. It's time to begin. So here we go. Uh, into the return of Saturn. I'm just going to um, just lay it out of like what that is about. And uh, like I did earlier, but I'm just going to be more concrete about it. So it takes 29 years for uh, Saturn to orbit the sun. So um, every 29 years, Saturn returns to the part of the sky where it was that you were born. Um, this Saturn, you know, the the symbolism that saturn has is is of the like the demanding teacher who like try to present you with challenges and obstacles so you can get some wisdom and overcome you know your childhood and become more like of an adult it's um where you get your life lessons and as well as like you face your fears and you have to overcome that stuff to kind of achieve success and stuff like that so um it kind of shows you and makes you aware of the things that are important in your life and the goals that you want to pursue and based on your values and everything is like that everything like that and um if you're aligned with your inner saturn i guess you can say then you feel a sense of integrity some satisfaction but if you're not in alignment with your with the saturn or like it's your saturn you feel the quote-unquote the shadow of saturn which could be restriction lack and fear he's very like afraid to act and and stuff like that so it's it's just about like taking that leap of faith that uh like committing to your calling to answer that call of like are you gonna are you gonna answer the call to you know do what you need to do or are you gonna you know live in your mom's basement forever <laughs> kind of situation um so this kicks in around like like i said like 28 years old um and at this time you know it tends to be like work and tends to be a big theme like make some maybe you make some career changes um it's also a time where you might be making a lot of life big life decisions maybe perhaps a lot of people are having their first kids around these at this age you haven't you're being a, a parent for the first time um or maybe you're making big decisions like buying a house or moving to a different state start like doing something major in life and um but this is this fear can creep up of uh kind of like a imposter syndrome of thinking like am i good enough can i do it you know i don't know if i can do it this it's a it's a fear of insecurity um, and you can't be thinking like, oh, I'm too old to do that, or I can't do that, or this and that. And so this is the age where some people might start to feel uh, like they're getting older. And it's a lot of um, maybe some self-doubt could creep in. Um, um, but but Saturn, you know, this whole, these years is supposed to be giving you a lot of signals and signs of trying to point you in the right direction of like what you need to face like usually the things that you that you need to overcome will stare at you right in the face it's and you have a choice of either to face it which is very scary it's it's, it's painful it, it, it can cause suffering you might have to cut off certain relationships with people you might have to make very painful decisions um but it's 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 like the dying and rebirth it's like it's shedding off the skin shedding off of things and you're kind of killing off some parts of you that 
you no longer need anymore and and um but also at the same time this rejuvenates you to to actually be who you're supposed to be who you're meant to be if you actually go through with it otherwise you might just hold on to this and then you, because it feels safe it feels secure you don't want to make certain sacrifices you you the uncertainty you don't know if it's going to turn out right if maybe things could be too risky and so because of that you can end up just being stagnant it's you end up in a dead-end job that you work forever you're unhappy you might end up like some people stay and they live with their parents um or they stay in a relationship that they're they're not supposed to be in anymore um because it's just what they're used to and uh it can cause a lot of frustration maybe you're jealous of other people and the success that they're having and maybe you start to blame things on on the outside of external forces of thinking like oh well society is corrupt or that that's corrupt and that's um um like there's like like kind of like the world has some something against you and it's a feeling of things are maybe are not fair but you know saturn is this tough love kind of thing it's just like well you know like you gotta get your shit together like discipline yourself hard work and it, it can feel strict it could feel overbearing sometimes and um but sometimes that's what you need in life to like kick your ass to be like hey like and it's a it's a it's kind of like a yelling at you but in a way of like i you need to be better like there's there's no sugar coating in this like and like I said, it can be very painful. And I want to touch on the the aspect of like what happened, like the the it's like a fork in the road. Um, and the um, the one where you you don't face your fears, you don't sh- make the sacri- necessary sacrifices, you don't shed off the old part of you, you don't kill it off and let it die. You become the man child. You stay as the man child, and you're not able to um to break out of that and it's it's always a feeling of like maybe you want to have a lot of fun and you probably want to go out and this could be depending on who what kind of person you are and how you approach this time you could be like you know what like i'm done going out to the club and partying all the time and doing you know these things that i used to do 10 years ago when i was an adult and i wanted to have fun and you know meet people and stuff like that so the man child could probably just keep trying to do that keep trying to just you know go to the club and hook up and and do like very short term pleasure seeking things whereas if you overcome and and get through it you know, you, you finally settle in into who, who you want to be for the rest of your life. And like, that's a path you need to take because you're, you're at a, at a door, you're at a, like I said, a fork in the road and you have to make a decision. Otherwise it's going to be done for you. Time, time keeps going and it doesn't give you a pause to be like, okay, all right, now think about your decision and then we'll go like, no, like you, as you think about your decisions in life, time is just pulling you. That's the way I, I love to envision it this way, where it's just time is pulling you through space. Uh, it's like you have to act and you have to be 
and you have no choice. You can't just pause life and try to think about your next decision. It's it's all happening at the same time. And uh, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the 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 man child. It has to do with uh, Carl Jung and the archetypes of the man child. So um, just a quote I want to read here by Andre Guide. It is man cannot discover new oceans unless he has the courage to lose sight of the shore. So, you know, that's what it is. It's courage. It takes courage to get through this stuff and you have to leave the safety of what you know and you have to dive into the chaos, into the unknown, into the scary parts. And you have to use everything, all your 29, 30 years of of experience and everything you've gained and learned and established and you have to put some faith into yourself of like who who you are and be like you know what like in any situation i have faith that i will be able to handle it because i've readied myself for this moment like you have to the previous years you're supposed to be preparing for this you're supposed to be readying yourself with knowledge with relationships with with uh experience and love and and everything to so that way you can weather the storm and be able to come out on the other side unscathed or maybe not unscathed but at least you know with yourself intact um but yeah so some more uh quotes uh this is from marie louis von france um, from the problem of the Puer Aternus, um, the quote says, um, the Puer Aternus, or the man-child, is somebody who fails to grow up, like Peter Pan. And the quote says, it, this individual remains too long in adolescent psychology. That is, all those characteristics that are normal in a youth of 17 or 18 are continued into later life, coupled, in most cases, with too great of a dependence on the mother. Um, so, you know, this, uh, it could be the Oedipal, uh, Oedipus syndrome thing where maybe not so much of the sexual side of that thing, but it's just like, like he says, you know, an over dependence on the mother for safety of, you know, comfort and you gotta get, you gotta break away and, and, and be who you need to be. And, uh, um, you know, it be in the Puer Aternus is Latin for eternal child. And it's like, it's, it, it was first talked about in like mythology and stuff to refer to like a child God, somebody who stays forever young, um, kind of like, and this leads into the Peter Pan. And let's talk a little bit about Peter Pan, like you know, the story of Neverland where he's never grows up. He's, he stays the same age um, that he is. He doesn't want to get older and just wants to stay that way and he's the you know like the king of the lost boys and the lost boys are you know they have no direction in life it's just you know it's all about um debauchery and just doing what your desires like uh, just um succumbing to your desires i guess it's not no responsibility you do whatever you want you can be anything everything and there's no settling down there's no like boom okay i'm done with that um and ironically what's pretty interesting is um a lot of people don't really think about this aspect of um, the peter pan story but hook the captain hook is also going through his second 
return of Saturn. And that has to do with accepting death and facing death. And he's he's terrified of the crocodile and the crocodile being kind of like this dragon. It's also time, you know, time being the scary thing of like, you know, you're going to facing your mortality because it's already gotten a piece of him. It's got it's got his hand. You know, it, it took a piece of him. He understands what it's like, what um, the a taste of it. Maybe this symbolically means maybe you had like a brush of death or maybe you've experienced you've seen other people die and you but you have some sort of knowledge that death is certain that death will happen and it's coming for you it's coming for you and it's this dragon of um your worst fears and you have to face it and hook doesn't want to face it he just wants to um be a tyrant and he just wants to just like avoid death but also oppress perhaps because he's jealous of the adolescent nature of peter pan of how he's so free he can do anything he wants and he's so carefree doesn't have to think about death does is like death isn't even coming close to him yet um and uh he's afraid of that so um just that, that there's a lot of esoteric stuff that has to do with the story of peter pan and the the eternal man child and never wanting to grow up and you know, there's Wendy, the mother figure, and um, how she she's very much so like not like Peter Pan, which is why she wants to go back. She wants to. She doesn't want to join the pirates. She she would rather walk the plank, and she takes on that motherly role that all the the kids they want, they love, they need. And these are the lost boys. These are the man childs. These are the ones who refuse to grow up, and they need that motherly figure in their life to make them feel better and to let them know everything's going to be okay someone to cry to because they are they don't know how to face the world and uh so that's this transition of like okay you need to let go and this is why i love the movie hook i don't know if you guys ever seen that that movie that's you know with uh um robin williams and directed by steven spielberg but it's when he he makes the return you know uh, Peter Pan has to return, and his kids are kidnapped, and everything, and uh, it's a ve- lot of very interesting things about that movie. But yeah, you know, when it comes to this whole man-child thing, you know, we young men will struggle with just everything about life, socially, spiritually, financially, sexually, uh, academically, whatever. Like twenties and thirties, um, having to. And it's, you got to break away from the parents, you know, like, this is when your parents have to let you go and understand that, hey, you're your own person now, like you, you, I can't baby you anymore, I can't, you know, you're, it's almost like you're on equal grounds now, like, yes, they're, they're a lot older, and they have a lot more wisdom and things, but that's why, you know, this is the, the second return of Saturn has to do you know, like 60s and you're, this is the grandparent phase, right? The, as a grandparent, 
you usually are the ones that are very lenient on the kids, whereas the parents are pretty strict. And and if you've ever had, you know, your think about your grandma, your grandparents. What what are they like when compared to your parents? Your parents are usually the ones telling you, no, you can't do that, and like being kind of strict and setting boundaries and saying like, you know, this is what you can and can't do. Whereas you go to your grandparents, and yeah, they'll sneak you a little candy. They're the ones that are nice. They let you maybe they let you watch that rated R movie or. Um, they uh they take you to fun places and they're usually trying to get in touch with their own uh inner child uh trying to return back to that because they're going through the phase of accepting like this is a new phase in life that death is something that's going to be approaching soon and i just have like it's a sense of reflection back of um what is important about life and usually you know this first return to saturn is very like setting boundaries hard work discipline like very like okay let's get my shit together like boom 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 boom. and if you, you can overdo it too you can be too strict on yourself and you gotta you gotta still leave room for play and adventure but you can't have too much of that you gotta settle down and but then the second return is when you let go of that stuff and you realize okay life isn't always all about that now that i've i've done that been there done that probably going to retire pretty soon don't need to be so strict and hardworking. i've you know if, if you've done it right maybe you've amassed a fortune you you have a place that you're settling down you're, you're not going to be moving into a new house anymore you're not going to start it's not a lot of new things that are going to happen so it's just about appreciating life just you know um and getting in touch and just uh appreciating life like birth new life and this is where you have grandchildren and everything it's all about fun and exciting and looking at life in a different lens um so that's that's the whole return of saturn thing and then obviously there's the third return you know probably in late 80s 90s and you're lucky if you can you know get get to this age where at this point it's just you just live in the moment you know, if you're if you make it to the third third uh, return to Saturn, then you know you've you've done the hard work, you've made a life, you've done everything that you can do that you're going to do, you've reflected on yourself, you've accepted mortality, you've accepted that death is is gonna happen, um, you're at peace, you you're able to to be that that pillar of wisdom that somebody anybody can go to about to talk about life and advice and you're able to to pass down anything and everything you have to the younger generation and it's all about just living in the moment and usually these people who are this old you know they do a lot of meditation whether they know it or not but it could be something as simple as like gardening Uh, maybe they'll pick up a hobby where they just feel in this flow meditative state state where they're living in the now and they're just loving life and uh it's beautiful to be able to get to the third return of saturn but yeah so anyways i think you know i've exhausted a lot of things that i've wanted to say about this about um about what i know what i'm learning about it and applying it to myself and knowing that and this is something, if you go back and listen to my podcast before I even learned about this whole Return of Saturn thing, this is something I've been talking about where like, I feel like you know, this existential thing. That's why I've been getting in touch with my spirituality, trying to find my religion. Like, who am I? What am I doing? Like, why? 
where do I want to go and everything. That's all something I've already been doing. And it just so happens that this just happens to to coincide with that. And it, like I said earlier, it feels nothing short of like some sort of fate thing. But I'm not done. This is, I'm still going through it. I feel like I'm maybe in the middle where I'm, I'm on the over on the other side of the hill, you know, um, I feel a lot more at peace as, you know, as I, uh, talked about earlier when it came to the return of Saturn, like being in alignment with Saturn, you could, you would feel a sense of integrity and satisfaction. And that is something that I've been feeling a lot more and more and more lately. I feel, uh, I've been, um, because I have been listening to a lot of podcasts and I've this I've been listening to a lot of like Jordan Peterson, Christine Hassler with her life coaching things. I've listened to a lot of therapy stuff. I've listened to a lot of professionals in their field about you know, philosophy, psychology, um, and and just uh, just being able to find out the kind of behaviors and actions that I should take to live the good life, to find meaning in life, and which has been telling the truth, acting uh, honorably according to my morals, not breaking my own morals and values, and and just uh, doing the right thing, and not trying to cheat, not trying to take shortcuts, not trying to, um, to, to deceive reality for my own gain or anything like that it's just it's it's it's, i see it as a practice of faith where maybe you don't know if you'll end up um on the good side of things you might might not get rewarded you don't know what will be the outcome but you just put in you just i just put in the faith that i just know that whatever happens as a result of me being honest and true is is what is supposed to happen is the good thing that will happen whether it it happens next month whether it happens next year or whether it happens decades down the line i just know that this will come to fruition it's it's like planting roots and seeds and just watering it every day and you don't know if it's gonna work you don't know if it'll but you just you just do it anyway and hope and hoping and just having faith and believing that something will come of it eventually one day and that's that's kind of like where I'm at right now. But um, anyways, we're going to take our final, final break. And then I'll kind of summarize everything. And um, then kind of just talk about little things that I might want to talk about. But this uh, last song is by one of my top three all-time favorite bands, Queen. I love Queen. And uh, this one is my favorite song by them. Probably, I have a lot of favorite songs by them, but this might be my favorite one. This one is Don't Stop Me Now. Tonight, I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. Passing by like Lady Godiva I'm gonna go, go, 
such a good time I'm having a ball Don't stop me now If you wanna have a good time Just give me a call Don't stop me now Cause I'm having a good time Don't stop me yeah, now Yeah, I'm having a good time I don't wanna stop at all yeah. I'm a rocket ship on my way to Mars On a collision course I am a satellite I'm out of control I'm Sex machine ready to reload Like an atom bomb About to oh, 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 explode I'm burning through the sky yeah. 200 degrees, that's why they call me Mr. Fahrenheit I'm traveling at the speed of light I'm gonna make a supersonic woman of you Don't stop me, don't stop me, don't stop me Hey, hey, hey Yeah, does that not get you fired up? You know, that's why they call him Mr. Fahrenheit. Because he's so hot. But yeah, I love that song. Um, and uh, this is going to bring the podcast to a close. Um, you know, just a little happy birthday to me. I'm 30. It's crazy to say. But um, it feels like one of those birthdays, like 18, you know, where I just like, okay, this and things are never going to be the same after this. I'm 30 and... Uh, like I remember being a kid and thinking somebody who's in their 30s is like a legit adult like they've been an adult for a long time and it's just like you know I often feel like I don't feel like an adult I still feel like a kid sometimes but that's what this whole you know return of Saturn thing is about so now I'm I'm starting to you know feel like maybe not that anymore like I a lot of the things I used to do I don't do anymore um and it's a little sad because it is it is killing off a side of you like maybe not killing off but it's it's like putting it in a box it's putting it on the shelf and saying hey you know not anymore like video games I, I i used to play video games all the time and you know i'm still gonna be a gamer at heart and um but I'll, I'll try to make time for video games but i just lately i haven't been able to make the time for it um also sports and just you know fun uh, games, activities, things like that. I I don't do as as much anymore, and not because I don't want to. I have even I have thought about like maybe playing some hoop with some time, but um, and maybe that has more to do with the social aspect of my life. But um, you know, just a lot of a lot of things that I used to do, I don't I don't really do that much anymore. I don't. I'm trying. I'm even starting to you know get over my. I guess uh, I try not to drink as much anymore. I'm not. I'm just more of a social drinker. I, I, I only drink at parties, and uh, just you know, trying to get through that uh, uh, that into the next phase, into my 30s. What are my 30s going to be about? And I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to. I am a teacher. I'm. That's going to be my role in life. And a big part of that right now is this podcast. I'm doing. I, I feel very satisfied um inside i feel like i'm you know mattering i'm doing something that gives me a sense of meaning 
where I'm able to express the things I want to express and and teach and educate and I do the, and a, a lot of that is satisfied with my daughter and I was just teaching her about light and the rainbow and how light is made out of is is a wave and the different frequencies of light is what determines the the colors of the rainbow and in that order because she asked a very very she asks she asks so smart questions like some of the smartest questions and I'm I'm very proud of like when, how she asks questions but she asked me um she's like what if you know in the you know how we draw the rainbow and we do it in that order of the colors but she's like what what if we like mix up the colors around like why does it have to be in that order and i was like wow like that's a very good question like why is it in that order and i know the answer which is i feel is a privilege i i'm i'm honored to be able to have that knowledge and to be able to answer that question because i feel like most people who probably couldn't really answer that question um and uh um, I just felt a very proud moment. It was a very uh, good moment between her and I, where I was able to explain that, and we got very sidetracked, and and we talked about a lot of things. We talked about the speed of light. We talked about how far away um, planets are to each other, and and how uh, the, the the speed of light is the fastest speed in the universe that we know of, and um, and how how rainbows are created it's light through a prism and she answered the question because i asked her she answered that question very well I, I said you know when do we see a rainbow and so she was saying you know when after it's been raining and like the sun comes out and i was like yes okay so then using that information what do you what do you think causes a rainbow and her answer was sun and water and i was like very good that was a very smart answer um and i explained it to her that water is like a prism where it's it's clear see-through something that light can travel through and it refracts it, it separates the light into the different frequencies anyways i went on my own little topic right here but anyways it's just it's just i'm able to satisfy the teacher in me and um i'm gonna be doing that a lot more i'm gonna i need to again just get my shit together finish school save up some money you know just check off the 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 life goals and get things i need to uh, do a lot of careful thought and goal setting and uh and things like that but um and the whole this whole all being tied and related to this return of saturn which is you know the whole ruler ruler let me let me go back to um what it said um saturn is the rules, responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. So a big thing is about the fear of growing up, is the fear of like this new phase in life, making the sacrifices, being responsible, setting boundaries, you know, just, you know, set, like uh, shedding off the adolescent life and getting into this more adult life. And it's very, uh, very scary, very, very scary thing. And you got to be able to face the fears. Otherwise, you're going to turn into a man-child, uh, Peter Pan, where you never want to grow up. You just stay doing all the things you've been doing. And I don't know. I mean, personally, when I meet those kind of people, it's not that it's sad. It's just more of like, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just having fun. But it, it feels like those kind of people tend to not have a lot of things um, in order and, and done and um and it could lead to a lot of anxiety you know anxiety uh, ex existential 
crisis of like feeling like life isn't going to get better. It's not meaningful. There's nothing to it. It's just all about pleasure and just having fun. And that could feel empty sometimes. And some of the most uh, um, meaningful things in life have to do with taking on the responsibility and the deeper role in life. And, um, and yeah, so, and no, I just, the whole Peter Pan thing I, I, I've learned about in the past couple of years. And it's that, that's what that blew my mind about the whole hook being on his second return of Saturn. And that has to do with like the whole accepting death thing and being able to, you know, cause at that, by that point you've, you've had your parents die most likely, um, or you've had somebody, you know, die and, um, and it's just about accepting that, that that's what happens and, and looking back on life in a much softer, more childlike way and and getting in touch with the 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 um, the s- silly things in life, I guess you can say. Um, but yeah, so that's the that's the podcast. I did I didn't be I wasn't able to touch on any of the things I talked about earlier, like the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case, or um, or the Roe v. Wade situation. Maybe that'll be the next uh, podcast. But I have a bunch of topics that I've been writing in my notes of things I want to talk about. And honestly, I I've been feeling a little burnt out with this podcast right now. Um, I do break my podcast up into different seasons, and then I usually take breaks. I usually take breaks over the summer. Um, I might be taking a break soon, so if I, if you see that I haven't released an episode after a while, you'll know why. I will be back. I will always be back. This is something I never want to give up. It's just something I love to do, and it's turned into something bigger than I thought it would be, and I have over 100 episodes I've done, and... Um, and yeah, this this episode would be episode 22 of my fifth season of the podcast. So, you know, most seasons of shows are in their 20s. So who knows? But I do have a lot of topics that I want to talk about. Um, let me let me at least just take a look. I got at least like eight, nine uh, topics that I want to touch on. Um, so who knows? I might not be taking a break anytime soon, but I might. Um and uh but yeah i i will always be doing uh one piece though so look forward to that uh lucy is um still reading through the the manga she's at the moment she's on to volume seven she might be going on to eight uh tomorrow but she's she's reading them too fast and we can't get the one piece rewind episodes out fast enough and then when we try to talk about it she forgets because she's just going through it so quick so i i don't know but Anyways, uh, I've just been rambling and talking, but hey, it's my birthday. Give me, give me a break. <laughs> Cut me some slack. Um, but it, and hey, if you want to do anything for my birthday, uh, honestly, the best thing you can do is um, just listen to this podcast and maybe just uh, hit me up on social media and say you really enjoyed the episode or something, or uh, rate me five stars or something. Fo- give, give me a follow, comment, like. Just I, I, I appreciate the support from you guys um and and yeah so i'm i'm i feel good i feel ready i i'm i'm excited i feel like a sense of adventure and optimism 
And um, I'm just excited for what this next chapter is going to bring me. I know it's going to be crazy because my 20s were crazy. I know I'm going to grow some more and learn some more about who I am. And I'm going to be, I'm excited to be who I'm finally ready to be. And not that I'm not right now. I'm, I feel it. I feel it. It's like the concrete is setting in. You know what I'm saying? Like you've been, you know, been mixing up the concrete and adding this and, you know, mixing it here and there and setting it there. And then now it's just kind of like, all right, let it dry and, you know, see how it comes out. Hopefully nobody puts any footprints or handprints in my concrete. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, I'm going to end it here. Uh, and uh, so thank you all for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Go ahead and follow the Baker Turtle Podcast everywhere that you listen to. And uh, rate me. And if you want to so- follow me on social media, I am Baker Turtle 17 everywhere. Also, I haven't talked about this much, but my daughter and I, we do have a, um, a reading podcast that we do. Um, it's totally separate from this. It's called Snuggle Time Stories. Go ahead and look that up. And honestly, it's just at bedtime when um, I read stories to my daughter. And now that she's learning how to read, and she's honest, she's she's great at reading. Um, she's in. She's skipped the first grade. She's in the second grade, and she's uh, tested, and she's reading at a fifth grade level at the moment. So she's like off the charts when it comes to reading. Um, she loves reading. I have. We've gotten her so many books, and um, so because i know she loves to read and you know and i love to do podcasts and we love to spend time together just might as well you know spread that out to the world for and to hopefully well this was her idea she wanted to inspire other kids to read and so we do a podcast called snuggle time stories and i think we're on episode 12 now 13 i have a whole bunch backlogged so it's on a scheduled release um it's really fun to do with her but Go ahead and, and follow that, too, if you, if you want. Um, uh, anyways, that's going to be, everyone, peace and love. And, you know, um, hopefully your return of Saturn is, is good and you're not uh, running away from your responsibilities and all that jazz. But we're going to be ending it off here with my favorite outro song, The Little Root Town from the Pokemon Games. Take it away. <laughs>